What's up, guys? This is Roland Buck III. I play Noah Sexton on Chicago Med, and you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. Gonna be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 126 of Meet Us at Molly's. Today we are going to jump down the rabbit hole, the best rabbit hole of them all, and we're going to talk all about Hallmark movies and Christmas movies and Lifetime Christmas movies and Netflix Christmas movies. It's just all Christmas movies. (laughs) Pretty much the best. So as always, I'm one of your hosts. My name's Gina. I'm joined by Bryna. Hello, everybody. And we've got a special guest with us. She's a friend of the pod. She has returned. We did not scare her away in June. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but us weekly senior entertainment editor and resident shyheart Emily Longaretta is here. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back on. Thanks for coming on. I'm yeah. so glad we didn't scare you away at ATX. So. No, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I couldn't wait to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. So how's it going, Emily? Have you uh, have you recovered from the mid-season finales yet? I, I No, I'm still kind of like reeling my brain, but it is a little bit nice to have a few weeks off. To, I, like, I like in the beginning, I get really relaxed and I'm like, oh, I have time. I have time to like catch up on life. And then I'm like starting to get to the point where I'm like, okay, now I want everything to come back. Yeah. That's the point that I'm at as well. Brian, how about you? Yeah, no, it's been nice to have like a little reprieve, but I'm just like, okay, they can come back now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, I was talking to my sister and my sister's also in New York that we were just talking about, but um, she was like, yeah, how's life? How are things going? Blah, blah, blah. And in the middle of the conversation, she's like, so are you recovered yet from the mid-season finales? I was like, no, like, why would you bring that up? <laughs> way to kill the mood yeah I was like I I had finally gotten it out of my head thank you now I just see Jay bleeding out on the floor of that warehouse all over again thank you so So, as always we like to start with the news but we don't have any news which is really kind of nice because again I mean those finales were brutal and it's just kind of nice to take our brains off of it for a little while and not really think about it so Um, So we'll just jump right into the episode. So, you know, as we said, we're just deep diving into all the goodies of the Hallmark Christmas movies and the Lifetime Christmas movies. And just they're just (laughs) so wonderful and so great. And so uh, let's start off with this super simple question of why do we love these movies so much? Emily, I'll let you start us off. Why do we love these movies? Why are they just the best? Oh my gosh, I feel like they are such feel-good movies. Because, like, let's be honest, some things in the world are not so happy. And (laughs) as anyone can relate to, sometimes life sucks. And (laughs) this, like, really just gives you two hours, or if if you're like me and watch, like, 12 back-to-back, 24 hours, of just straight, like, warm, fuzzy feelings. And there's no, you know, there is conflict, but you know at the end of a two-hour mark, you're getting a happy ending. For me, that's, like, my go-to and why I love it. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like when you watch something from childhood as an adult because like it's predictable and you know how it's going to end. It's just comfortable. There's something so comforting knowing an ending. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is the kind of situation where they're so formulaic that it just it, but you don't even mind it because it's just easy watching. Right. right. And people say that a lot like to me because people know I'm obsessed. People say like, you know, 
don't you get sick of like knowing the exact formula? Like, you know, what's going to happen at the halfway mark, you know this. And I was like, no, it works. So why, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like yes. I'm all about it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like that meme going around this year where it's like, you know, the blah, 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 blah. And like, am I still going to watch it? Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> exactly. we're all going to watch it because we, yeah, like you said, like we all know that it, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And like, it's something comforting about that. Yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. Absolutely. Now, I mean, I will say they're not all winners. I will, I will admit that. That, like, yes, they're perfect, but some of them are better than others. I, I have found that pattern. Have you guys found that? One hundred percent. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. There are some there, bad ones. Yeah, there's some really like snoozy ones. It's not. It's sometimes for me. It's it's like I'm not invested in the story. Like a lot of they, they you know, it's always there's always a career that one of them has that it's like kind of zooms in on. And I feel like if it's a job that I'm like really bored with or have no interest in, sometimes that kind of throws me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I feel like also the chemistry has to be good. Right. I was just about to say, I feel like a lot of these Hallmark movies are made or break, like make or break it with like the actors, like who they pick. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, there's another good question that that brings up because I know um, I had this problem a couple weeks ago. My boyfriend and I were watching uh, one of the Christmas movies with Ashley Williams. Well, then the next one started and she was in that one too. And so on the second one, I just couldn't pay attention. I was like, okay, this is too much. Like there's too much Ashley Williams in my life at the moment. So have you run into that at all? We're getting kind of fatigued with certain actors. <laughs> For me, I feel like I'm not getting fatigued, but I don't like when, and I know this is great for them as actors and they're getting jobs, but I don't like when they do two movies like of, in one season. Like I feel like Candace Cameron Bure has one movie yeah. in Christmas time and that's what's good. But like Hallmark sometimes needs to check their schedule because they shouldn't show reruns of like her old movies back to back with her new ones. Cause I do feel like the same way. Like I'll be watching like Lacey Chabert pops up over and over and I'm like, okay, like now I don't know which character she is. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. When a Candace yeah. Cameron Bure movie comes on, it's like, I don't know which one this is. <laughs> Granted, she gets the best scripts. It's easy to say she 100% gets the best ones. Oh yeah. Opinion. She is the queen of Hallmark Christmas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Followed in a close second by Lacey Chabert. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, that's so great. So what we wanted to do is there were three in particular that we really wanted to highlight here because most of them were one Chicago adjacent. And then, I mean, we're just shameless lovers of One Tree Hill, all three of us. And so we just figured we're like, whatever, we're just going to talk about a Christmas wish because we can. Um, <laughs> totally. So, absolutely. And so we're going to dive through those three, but then we're going to go over some other ones because, I mean, we've all been watching here, there and everywhere. And I know we all watch same time next Christmas, right? obsessed oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah and so I mean yeah so we've got a bunch of honorable mentions that we're going to talk about we're just again all the way down the rabbit hole so I think what we're going to start with is a Christmas wish because again One Tree Hill and you know we all love One Tree Hill and I mean yeah we're not we're not quiet about it we've never been quiet about our love for One Tree Hill so (laughs) you know we'll just jump in so the premise with this one is Hillary Burton plays Faith she is an art teacher And basically, she's BFF with Wyatt, who's played by Tyler Hilton. And they work in this school together. And basically, there's a box that the city fills with wishes every year. And there's a wish committee. And it's just, yeah, there's just Christmas cheesiness everywhere. (laughs) I don't know of another good way to sum that up. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And so, okay, I will say, here's what I'll say about this one. Because, I mean, of course, I love my One Tree Hill. Of course, of course. But... This one was not an easy one to get through. 
you know, that's so funny that you say that because I like really liked the flow of this one. And I feel like what I didn't like was that I knew from the beginning that Tyler Hilton was the main love interest, obviously from the trailers Mm -hmm. and the promos and all of that. But if you didn't know that you would have maybe like guessed it could have been someone else because they really set up like the coffee guy and they really set up some of that. So it's like, Oh, maybe she'll find romance with someone else. So like, I kind of wish I didn't know it was Tyler Hillen because that obviously the back of my mind. I knew that. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Cause I think that goes back to the typical formula of these movies where like, you know, it's, it's guy and girl and they're together the whole movie. And it kind of goes back to that whole thing about it being predictable. And this wasn't cause it was like, where is he? Right, he wasn't in it a ton. Like, he was in it, which, like, I I enjoyed seeing a bunch of other people, too. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's funny you talk about that, Emily, because I almost felt like there was so much going on. Like, I liked parts of it, and I, I just felt like there was so much going on, because there's, like, the whole Wish storyline, and then there's, like, the Saving the Art in Her School storyline, and then there's, like, <laughs> his family storyline, and then there's, like, the secondary, like, um, her mom, like, trying to put on that Christmas care, whatever that production was for the other, like, there's just so much stuff going on. I was like, okay, if we had just narrowed it down just, like, a little bit more, I would have been like, okay, this was, like, a good, solid movie. But I just felt, like, overwhelmed. I was like, oh, my God, so much happening. I I could see that. I also think, like, the what you had said, like, the title is called A Christmas Wish, but, like, the wish was kind of not even the main part, in my opinion. not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, where's the wish coming in? And it's, like, finally at the end. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. I I got that wish that she made to, you know, find love and that all these guys were, like, circling her. I feel like that's such an overdone trope. I'm like, no, this was, this is, like, a rom-com plot in, like, the early 90s. What are you Mm -hmm. doing? Totally. And it's a little surprising that Hillary Burton would go for that kind because she usually just goes for a really good script. Like she's she's a picky one. Like she likes what she likes. So I was kind of surprised she went for it. Yeah. But it was I mean, it was still really good. She's, you know, I mean, it was, it was you know, good for what it was. But the One Tree Hill cameos were pretty interesting because we had Tyler, of course. But then you also had Antoine. He, he popped up as the neighbor. That was nice. One scene. In one scene. Yeah. In one scene. Yeah. Okay. Two scenes. I enjoyed how, like, they ki- they tried to keep it going throughout the movie, like, tried. It didn't really pan out, but I did love the reveal of Barbara Allen Woods as the school board president. <laughs> yeah, because then she walked Amazing. in and I was like, Deb! <laughs> like, I want her in every movie, so. Yeah. 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 Well, then you and had I mean, Lee Norris. Oh, yeah. Lee. Yes, Lee Norris was the sister's fiancé. Oh, yeah, and then they had that whole proposal thing, yeah. too. That was another storyline element. I was it was a lot. It was a lot, yeah. And then <clears throat> Colin Fix, of course, played Tyler Hilton's little brother, or big brother. <laughs> that so. was my favorite part of the whole movie. Favorite yeah, I really movie. loved that storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... I but I mean, like he was so good, as good as he was, because, like, obviously on Wintry Hill, he's only there for, like, his one episode, which is a great episode, but, like, he was so good. He was my favorite part of this whole thing. <laughs> Fun fact is Colin is a friend of mine and he lives in New York. So we've met up a few times at random bars in New York and he like doesn't really act anymore. He has a full-time job and he like does other stuff and not is not really into acting anymore. So Hillary literally like called him to come on this movie. I think it's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I love how Colin is just still such an integral part of the One Tree Hill fandom. Like, I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. his character was only in the first three seasons. And I mean, the way he left was, you know, 
It's an episode none of us will ever forget. But he's still right. such an integral part of the fandom. And he's just still so... It's just normal that he's just family. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Same, same. Yeah. So, Okay, so we had the, the mom doing the Christmas carol. We had the little sister, who was also played by Megan Park, who was also Tyler Hilton's real-life wife. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just all in the family, all in the family. Oh, Literally. What other interesting bits did we have in here? Okay, the whole thing with the Christmas wish box, like, that's really sweet and all. But, like, isn't Ponchatoula a pretty big town in Louisiana? That doesn't seem, like, quite realistic to me. But then again, <laughs> it's a Hallmark movie, so... What am I thinking? I, I right, and I did, but I did love. And Hillary Burton was tweeting about this with the writer um, Emily Wilson. I think her name is. Oh, Emos. She, yeah, yes. So they were uh, tweeting about how they the school they were they shot in was actually like they had closed down their library because they were cutting back budgets on the arts. Like I know didn't know schools would close down libraries, but I was like, so I really enjoyed that that like storyline because I feel like that's actually happening. So I was happy with that also. Yeah, that's that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. And the uh, other thing that I really liked about this movie, I thought Hillary and Tyler had like insane chemistry, which I don't know if I expected that, but I thought they worked really well, like off of each other. Like I really enjoyed that part of the story or the movie. Same. I really thought so too. And I think Hillary's really good friends with his wife in real life. So maybe they're closer than I, like from social media, I didn't know that her and Tyler were really still good friends, Right. but they had, yeah, they had great, great chemistry. Yeah, I I think maybe even better than like comparing to last year, maybe even a slightly better than her and Rob, who also had like great chemistry. But I think her and Tyler might have the edge. Like, I really enjoyed watching them together. I 100% think better than Rob. Yeah, just I mean, I, I like the Christmas contract better, I think, but Same. the movie overall, but I think the chemistry with Tyler was better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll agree with you about the Christmas contract. And I mean, <laughs> with that one, it was just like the One Tree Hill cameos just kept coming. And then at one point you had the girl who played Shelly who like popped up or not Shelly. Um, no, that was her name, right? The clean team. Yes, Shelly. Yeah, yeah. Clean yeah. Team. And so, yeah, I did enjoy that. And I liked seeing Daniil and because, you know, these are just actors you don't really see that much anymore. But I mean, yeah, I did prefer the Christmas contract, but I'll agree with you. I think Hillary and Tyler had better chemistry than Hillary and Rob. Yes. But now I feel like they need to just like maybe level up and do one more One Tree Hill Christmas movie, but like go for broke. Like I want Hillary. I want Sophia. Give me James. Like just give me everybody. (laughs) You know what? So it surprises me. It doesn't surprise me that Sophia's not doing it, but it surprises me that James hasn't like tr- hasn't done any of these because everyone loves them. He's best friends with Stephen Cluddy. He does them every year. It's like why not do one? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, people would love to see Payne and Nathan together in one of these movies. Oh my goodness! For the first time in like sixteen years, because that like. <laughs> <Yes>. was- <laughs> Yeah. Never forget that they dated in the first, like, five episodes of season one. <laughs> oh, my no, gosh. And he was the worst boyfriend get... ever. <laughs> yeah. You need to get Bethany in there because Bethany does these movies, too. So, like, this is where you get the James and Bethany, like, Nathan and Haley reunion. Like, that's where that I happens. mean, yeah. Imagine that triangle in a movie. I would love that. Oh, or my God. Just just give us a very naily Christmas. Yeah. I would watch that. A hundred percent, but that but that would be crossed over. The issue with that is that she's Hallmark. So once you start Hallmark Christmas, you can't go over to Lifetime Christmas. Uh, uh, wait for true. real? <laughs> yes, it's in it's in the contracts. Like ever? Or is it just like a non compete? 
Oh no, it's a non-compete. Yeah. If you do, you can go like, I think it's, you can go over to other, like if you do Christmas movies on Hallmark, you can do different season movies on Lifetime, but you can't do Christmas movies on Lifetime. Interesting. So like if Candace Cameron Bure does a movie on Hallmark this year, but the next year she wants to do Lifetime, can she not do that at all? Or is it just like... I I'm sure that her contract is like definitely not, but I think that if you have a yeah. support, <laughs> I mean, she's like locked in for life with Hallmark. But I think like if you have, if there's a, every actor is a little bit different, but there's some sort of contract that is like a certain amount of years that you can only do with that one. Interesting. Yeah, that would make sense. And, and there's probably like a if you did one one year, then like wait two or three years before right you, like, exactly. Because, like, Jesse Hutch used to be, like, really big on the Hallmark ones, and now he just did Lifetime this year. So, like, right. I don't know how many years it had been in between, but, like, he went, but he I, made this switch. Right, I don't, I want, it has to be different for every actor and maybe how big the movie is, because we right. know, like, Jessica Lowndes did a Lifetime this year, and she did Hallmark last year. So, it must right. not have been, so, I don't know, it's different for every actor, but I know some bigger actors that got, that are locked into one. Ooh, I mean, that's not surprising, but it is surprising at the same time. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I know. I just like had my mind blown over here. I'm like, oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I know. It's almost like I have no background in legal stuff. Like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what other notes do we have about A Christmas Wish? I'm trying to think of everything else that went on. I mean, it was, it was cute. It was fine. It was fine. I was like... I. I don't know. I feel like it was a little bit silly, the amount of storylines, like we said. I think that the yeah. play getting put on at the end, like, made no sense to me. Like, I had no idea why that was happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That I'll agree with. Yeah. Even like I said, if they had just narrowed it down, just, like, to two or three of those storylines, much yeah. stronger movie. Yeah. Much stronger. Yeah. So, no, I agree. I agree. So, um the other one, one of the other ones we wanted to cover was Holiday for Heroes. This was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, uh, which is the other Hallmark channel, which uh, my boyfriend so aptly described as Division Two Hallmark. I about lost it when he described it that way. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. He was like, this is like B-team Hallmark, right? I was like, no, babe. Like, but kind of. Like, so great. Right. Like, some of the movies are really good on Movies and Mysteries. Like, some of them I'm really into, but I feel like a lot of them make me really sad. And <laughs> I don't want to be sad. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to be in, like, a certain mood for those movies. Totally. Yeah. So obviously the one Chicago connection in this one is that Patty Murin's in it. She plays Pam and she's like the quirky barista oh. friend. Just, you know, yes. perfect. We love Patty. Mm -hmm. And this is like kind of what we've always wanted is her in a Hallmark Christmas movie. But, you know. I mean, she got this to she got this by tweeting nonstop about Hallmark movies and then they cast her. Like, that's a dream. <laughs> it really is, though. It really is. Yeah, it yeah. is. But I mean, I feel like between this and Love on Iceland, which is the winter movie coming up, we're getting that much closer to Colin and Patty playing leads in a Christmas movie. Like, we're getting so much closer. I know. It's just, too, it's too perfect. Like, it's too perfect. 2020. I'm, I'm totally. I'm interested in Love on I Iceland, how it's going to be with, like, him falling in love with someone else and then Patty, like, watching. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that is going to be weird. I just kind of want to like go to these networks and be like, Hallmark, like you do know these two are married, right? And like you know they're both actors and like really talented. Well, I think I think this is I think that this is more than anything due to time constraints because she couldn't stay in Iceland as long because she had to come back and do Frozen. Oh yeah. So I believe that that's why. But I feel like Frozen, she's 
her contract in Frozen is up in March. So, like, Hallmark, put her in a spring movie with Colin. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I don't want any other love yeah. interest except for Colin. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. she started dating Will in season two, I was like, listen, this is great and all, but, like, can we just put her with Connor? Like, just let's just do it. Oh, I was livid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, let's yeah. give him Ava and, you know, Robin Charles instead of his actual wife, who's, like, right in front of us. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Literally. Whatever. Oh. But anyway. Uh, the one thing I will say is, like, Patty seems to play the quirky friend a lot, which, like, I'm not complaining, but also, like, give this woman the lead. Let her shine. Yep. She definitely she definitely did does play the quirky fe- friend. But, like, and she's really good at it. So I kind of understand why. Like, she has th- such a likable personality that, like, she's going to people are going to like her no matter what. And mm-hmm. I feel like, so like, oh, give her the friend who like everyone loves. Yeah. But yeah, it's time. She's definitely like, Patty is definitely on my list of celebrities who I would share a bottle of wine with. She's probably like a solid, like number three on that list. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Allison Janney is my number one, but I think Patty comes in at number three. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So. <laughs> but yeah. And so there's apparently a One Tree Hill connection in this one too. Uh, when I was searching, when I was like researching and doing everything, getting notes together, apparently Melissa Claire Egan was in the One Tree Hill pilot. Yeah, she was, you know what, fun fact, she was the first girl that Nathan makes out with on the bus when he, like, cheats on Peyton. Oh, my God. That's too funny. I actually read an interview with her about it because she was saying that and she was talking about how, like, she she mentioned that in it and I was cracking up at that. It's just so funny. She actually also showed up in an episode of Dawson's Creek. So, like, she made her debut, her acting debut on CW. Oh my goodness. That's hysterical. That's amazing. Because when I saw that, I was like, really, though? But no, really. Like, okay. That's hilarious. And I know all three of us are about to go watch that part of the pilot now (laughs) once we're done here. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, this one is interesting. I thought this one was really enjoyable. I liked how Melissa Claire Egan's character, Audrey, just had like the purest heart. It was, there, there were no ulterior motives with her. Like everything that she wanted to do was just because it was right. And it was just good. Yes. I did. A hundred percent. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Mark Lucas's character was, I mean, it was just, it was just really nice. Everything happened really like organically. It was just kind of like coffee brought them together. Oh, and now they're talking and developing a friendship. It was just, everything happened really naturally. I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Their dates were, like, so sweet. I was, like, swooning over some of their dates. Yeah, for sure. What about that ice rink date? That was something. Oh, Oh, my gosh. I literally, like, can I go on that? I'm, like, I need my boyfriend (laughs) to just start watching these movies so that he can get, like, ideas. That's awesome. I'm like, all right, six years in. Why haven't you done took me to an ice rink yet? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I also just love any like I feel like anything that's like veteran like service related, like I'm almost just like a sucker for it. Like this, I was like, Oh, I'm sold. They're writing letters over like while he's overseas. Like right. like that's just like something that like it's like a trope that I just like and gravitated towards and I was like oh yep I love this movie this is great see sometimes for me that gets too sad like I get nervous that like they're gonna die so I get so I get like really really nervous when I start watching those but I loved this one mostly like because it also had the brother connection because she was also like best friends with her brother who was overseas too like I feel like that made it that much better yeah and like helping him try to like land his girl and yeah so cute yeah 
How perfect that he got stationed to the very little bitty small town where she <laughs> happened to be, right? Like, what does what does he have to do there? Like, there was exactly. nothing for him to do in that town. Not a thing. Nope. Yeah, and then he, like, of course, turns down his, like, very big, glamorous, like, military, like, job to, like, teach high school history or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sure, realistic. I love it. I think it was, yeah, I think it was really cute. And I think they had really great chemistry. Yeah, yeah. they did. I, yeah, I didn't really, I wasn't really familiar with either one of them, but I was like, oh, I'd watch another movie with them. Right. I adore him. I wanted to see him in more. I'm hoping we see him in more Christmas movies now. Um, he was in Buffy, but more than that, he was in The First Daughter with Katie Holmes, and I fell in love with him. So now oh I want God, so many I more. I forgot things. about that movie. <laughs> Wow. So underrated. I don't think I've even (laughs) heard of that movie. Oh my gosh, Katie Holmes is the president's daughter and he falls in love with her. TPT. (laughs) I think I still have that on on VHS somewhere in my parents' house. I'm going to feel fine. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Something I love about both this and A Christmas Wish is like, I mean, it's completely unrealistic that these small towns come together and celebrate, like, every single ounce of Christmas, like, together, like, side by side. But also it's, like, nice because it's just, like, oh, a sense of community. Like, how sweet, even though it's completely not real. I mean, I grew up in a small town, but, like, we never had a tree lighting. We ne- In every one of these no. movies, they have a tree lighting. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never had that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, like, Christmas parade, sure, but not that. <laughs> Man, but I love it, and it's like the perfect place to fall in love. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I also really loved like the like, when everyone came back, um, like the big surprise scene, like when all the military gets to come home, and I was like, oh, my heart, my feels. So it was just a great cute. way to like end that. Movie. Yeah. That was absolutely nice. yeah so um back on what you were saying emily that you were kind of you're kind of afraid with the military movies like somebody's gonna die i feel like that's almost a rule in a hallmark movie like nobody can die well i feel like with hallmark with movies and movies mysteries, and mysteries there's that chance hmm. yeah so like because sometimes i feel like most of the time like they're a widow or something in that case, which if they say it out front, that's fine. I just don't want to be like surprised by a death. I guess you're right. They probably wouldn't do like some heartbreaking death in a war, but I don't know. I get nervous anytime I see military in a movie that I'm just, my emotions aren't going to be able to handle it. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I'll admit as much as I tried to tell my boyfriend, I was like, you're so wrong. It's not division two hallmark. Like this was definitely the first and only movie I've ever watched on movies and mysteries. So for same. Yeah. But I, and the thing is, is like, I'll see trailers for some and I'm like, oh, I want to watch that, but I won't. Like, I won't turn it on at night where I turn on Hallmark every night when I get home now. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, that's true. So I also got major feels at the end when Audrey was like, if you want to go take that job, like, go ahead. You know, I'm OK with you leaving and I'll just continue to write. I was like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, they were so, so cute. So, so cute. So. Any other notes on Holiday for Heroes? I I really enjoyed this one. My only complaint is that I want more Patty Murin. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Not enough Patty Murin. No. Yes. No. Always need more. But I'm so ready for Love on Iceland. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I mean, any movie shooting in Iceland, I'm like down to watch because it's going to be so beautiful. But then it's them on top of it is just incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So good. So good. So 
So the last one we wanted to cover, because this was just all full of one Chicago and one Tree Hill adjacent goodness, was right before Christmas. So this was on Hallmark. And this one, is this the one that aired on Thanksgiving? Or no, that was uh, that was Christmas Wish. Um, this aired like earlier yeah. in November. So yeah. obviously we've got basically you got Tori DeVito and Chad Michael Murray. And it's basically an AU where Lucas and Peyton got divorced and Lucas ran off with Nanny Carey. Mm-hmm. And Nanny Carey was super sweet and played the cello. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But, like, the other part that cracks me up um, about that, I'm like, if you really think about it, Lucas and Nanny Carey deserve each other. You know, I saw that you had said this, and I'm very <laughs> curious to know why you feel that way. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, because as you, like, maybe I'm the only one here, but as I get older, like, you know, of course, in my, like, as a teenager, I was like, oh, my God, every girl needs a Lucas Scott. Ah. But, of course, now in my 30s, I'm like, Lucas was garbage. Am I the only person who feels this way? <laughs> I mean, yes, as an adult, I see the draw of Nathan far more, but I, I still, I feel like at the end of the day, like Lucas believes in Peyton more than anything in the world. And that's sweet. So that's like the Lucas I like to think of. But the way he treated Brooke on the way to Peyton just was not right. Horrific. Yeah. Horrific. (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't cool. Like the, whatever when whatever episode it was when after Peyton's mom dies and she gets drunk and then Pey- or Brooke comes back from Rogue Vogue and like he's in the bed with Peyton and he's like I slept on the floor yeah okay you slept on the floor my ass Lucas he did sleep on the floor and Peyton was just drunk and put in his bed by mean Rachel <laughs> I mean it is sickening it is sickening the detail that I can remember and that you guys can remember hey. from this show let's just say that I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, definitely as I get older, the draw of Nathan is there. I just feel like Lucas was such garbage now that I realize that, that, like, he deserved to be manipulated by Nanny Carey if that's the AU that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, whatever. Well, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. I will tell you right now, I did not know if I would love it because I feel like for me, like, Tori DeVito, like, for so long, all I could see was Nanny Carey. And now it's like, all I can see is Natalie. So I was like, good. I would thought I would have a hard time with it. It's seeing this new person of her because like, she's, I don't know why I only view her as the, the characters that she is, but I really enjoyed this character. I thought she was so cute and so great. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. I thought this one started really slow, but once you like, once you got past that initial buildup, I was like, okay, this is really good. I can deal with this. This is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I think Tori, I wish Tori would get into more Hallmark movies. I thought she was, I would watch another one with her in it. Like, Same. In yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then the military connection with this one I really liked also because it was her brother. And I thought that was really cute. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was so adorable. I thought they were probably one of the, like, maybe the cutest couple in the whole movie. <laughs> they were so adorable. I, and this one also had a lot of storylines because it also had, like, her aunt was falling in love with the neighbor and the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I thought was cute. And, like, but I will say the boy band part. I love a good boy band, let me tell you. But I was so confused as to why his storyline mattered. Like, I did not care about his right. storyline at all. Yes, right. thank you. Like, I would have I liked it if she had, like, I understand why she was writing to him. And I like that part of it. And, like, I understand that part. But, totally. yeah, I did not need to see him, like, have his, like, comeback career moment or whatever that was. I was like, like, right, like with his brother manager. Like, we don't care about your relationship. Right. And then the bandmates come back and they were, like, had this whole, like, fight or whatever. Like, that whole thing. Like, I did not need that. No. Um, 
I also just have like a, I feel like a love hate relationship with Drew Seeley. So I was like, eh, Drew Seeley, he's fine. I yeah, know. I can take him or leave him. <laughs> yeah, like I like him in some things, but then I think back about the whole High School Musical school saga too, and I'm just like, eh. I don't yeah, no. Drew Seeley. And this just reminded me of that Drew Seeley. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that Drew Seeley in my life. Yeah, I, mean, I did love seeing, I loved seeing Tori play the cello. I think that that's so awesome when they mix in people. Like, sometimes yeah. I laugh at it because, like, if they have a Jana Kramer movie, it's like, of course, they're going to have her sing, you know, something like that. It's like this. I'm like, of course, they're going to have her play the cello. But it felt so organic and it just worked. And I thought it was so cute. Yes, I loved getting to see that. Yeah, Tori's really talented. Like, I I know, remember she played the violin yeah. on Med one time. And that was great. And then I like mm-hmm. when she started playing cello, I was like, oh, she's like multi talented. Of course she is. That's badass. Totally. That's so yes. cool. Um, also, Chad Absolutely. Michael Murray's character's name is Luke, which like I mean, okay, yeah, I did just trash Lucas Scott, but also like that just makes <laughs> us all warm and fuzzy inside. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. It's yeah. like hearing someone call him Luke again. It just like brings back the feels. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Although every time, like the, when he was taking the first couple of photos of that that couple getting engaged, and the guy was like, "Thanks, Luke." I'm like, "No, Lucas, Lucas." <laughs> like, <laughs> say it correctly. It's terrible. Um, I will also say this movie threw out some of the formula that we're used to, which I really liked yeah. because, like, the let's just kiss him and make your ex like kiss me and make your ex jealous like that we gotta we gotta kiss way early in the movies which never happens at hallmark so i was very no, into that never. yeah yeah that was nice that was nice um i did feel like there were some like teeny tiny little wintry hill easter eggs which is probably me just looking for them but when they went to the children's home and or it was either that or they were I don't know. Basically, Luke was talking to Jessica about something, and he basically said, oh, I understand, like, what you did mattered. I was like, all right, I see you. Just like... Oh, my gosh, yeah, I love it. Your art matters. <laughs> I see you. I probably wasn't looking for these moments, but I, I don't care. You definitely did. Whatever. Like <laughs> Just listen, you don't know how badly I want a One Tree Hill reboot to happen, only because I so badly want to be able to tell somebody, like, I can't hang out tonight, One Tree Hill is on. Oh, I know. Those were the good old days. They were. They really were. Like, they really were. So. But like seasons one through four, let's be honest. I mean, five through nine were good in their own right. Oh. I don't know. I have this debate. I'm with Emily on this one. <laughs> I have this debate with like my friend's husband. He watched One Tree Hill a while ago. And um, we have this argument all the time. He's like, "One Tree Hill stopped existing after season four. I'm like, no, like you're wrong. Clay and Quinn were fantastic. Um, they were. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. There were some things that were really good about it later. And I'm a huge Stephen Clady fan. So like all for yeah. that. But I could have gone without. I could have gone to like five. And then when Peyton and Lucas left, I sh- wish that they should have ended it. In my yeah, opinion. it's really like one through six. But yeah. 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 yeah, that season six finale is like probably one of the best episodes of the series. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, why don't we compromise and like throw out seven and eight, but keep nine because nine was good too. Okay, fine. Because I like the I like the like snowboarding trip. Was that a nine? Oh no, that was seven. That was uh... okay. So I like that episode. <laughs> okay, that was when Julian <laughs> premiered his movie. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I like how we said we're going to talk about Hallmark movies, but really this is just a One Tree Hill introspective. <laughs> I'm so into it. I'm Everything here for that. Everything comes back to One Tree Hill and it's fine. So yeah, yeah, hundred it percent. It's true. Yeah. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's just that every time it comes back to One Tree Hill, it does. 
Mm -hmm. yeah. exactly so great so yeah the jack storyline i really wasn't crazy about it either it took away from the main plot for me as well i was a little like eye rolly when it paid off in the end when i was like okay now it's coming together that took forever but also if like all it takes is for someone to write a letter to get in sync back together like sign me up tell me where to send it right like I'm confused. Like, this one random person told you that your music matters, so you want to get the band back together? Like, no one else ever told you that? Like, right. I'm just so confused. Yeah. 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 It's just... Yeah. I like I like where they were going in theory with it. Like, oh, like, I, but it just... Yeah. And I... Well... <laughs> I liked the in theory of the letters, but I did not like that they showed the Hallmark cards 300 times because like we get it. We're watching Hallmark. You need to stop showing the Hallmark pop-up cards. Right. Yeah. Right. Also, I think right. if you I'll need to buy your boyfriend five Christmas cards and give him, give them to him one day a week, like Monday through Friday. Like, I think that's a sign that maybe you don't want to be with him because he hates Christmas and that's weird. Yeah. But also, what is it with these movies? And I know this is a little bit tangenty, but I've noticed it in multiple Christmas movies that I've watched this year that, like, when the guy wants to break up, he takes them to dinner or the nice restaurant first. <laughs> like, if someone broke up with me at a nice restaurant, I would be livid. Like, how yes. dare you do this in public? <laughs> it just gives me all of the, like, Legally Blonde musical and, like, Legally Blonde vibes. Absolutely. And I just, like, picture, like them singing the song serious from the musical and I just like I can't no it's just like that's not how you do this that's not how no. this goes and no. of all the places I... to take her he takes her to like one of the hottest proposal spots in in, in the city right oh god it's and then he brings her stuff he says like oh here's the stuff you left in my apartment like he had he had packed her bag already like there was no <laughs> turning back could, yeah could you be more extra at that point <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was so embarrassing. I was like, wow, this guy's the actual worst. The actual worst, yes. Actual worst. Although, okay, I will say this, though. Her little, like, Christmas ringtone that, like, every time, her, like, she got a call or something, I was like, that's a little much, Jessica. I'm going to need you to tone that down. Yeah, no, not cute. No, not cute. <laughs> there is a limit. There is a limit. Yeah, yeah. The candy There's cane such thing as too much Christmas. Yeah, the candy cane pajamas, like, that's fine. Decorating your place, totally fine. The Christmas ringtone, okay, you have a little too much time on your hands. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do it. Yeah, no. But I did enjoy this movie. And I did enjoy how, I mean, because there was definitely a point midway through this movie where I was like, why are they showing all these other people? This is ridiculous. But it was nice to see all of the good that transpired just from her letters. Right, exactly. That was like, I guess the whole point that like each one would be, you know, would inspire these people to live a better life, I guess. Yeah. So that was <laughs> nice. That was nice. So. Into it. Any other notes on right before Christmas? I'm going to say this literally made my top five. Like, I really, really enjoyed this. Like, of the year or of all time? Of, of like, Hallmark Christmas movies? This yeah. would be, like, of all time, the top five. Okay. Yeah, this was a good one. I did really enjoy this. It was good. I mean, yeah. I think I'm impartial to Chad Michael Murray, which is, like, really ridiculous. But I... Yeah. I, I really like yeah. this one from last year, too. Like, he's just... I really Same. like him in all these Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> Me too. I, and you know what? Not even Christmas. If you go back a couple years ago, he did a Hallmark like summer movie um, <laughs> with Andy McDowell and Minka Kelly. All right. So I will tell you, it's not good. But, <laughs> but, but him and Minka Kelly are really cute in it. So I was like, I'll watch it anyways. But like the story's real boring. But like, I feel like, again, I'll just watch anything that he's in. So it's, house. like, not great. Yes, the beach house. 
beach house. It okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're both just like, like last ah. year. <laughs> Interesting. I did enjoy Road to Christmas last year. I, I, uh, I liked that oh, one. Yeah. I thought that was a solid, like, that's probably in my top five. Like, I yeah, love. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I, he just, he can be in another one next year. 2020. Yeah. Sign him up. Yeah. And I'm up. interested to see him more, like, different leads. Like, I, I liked him with Tori. I liked him last year with, I can't remember her name, the blonde woman that played the lead. Oh, Jesse um, Framer. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so maybe, I don't know, maybe next year, I don't know, maybe he'd land in a Candace Cameron Burry movie. Could <laughs> he get so lucky? <laughs> yeah, I feel like once you make it opposite of Candace Cameron Burry, like, you're in. Like, you're, in. Like, yeah, you're never yeah. going anywhere. Like, that's like, you made it. Right, Hallmark and you have world. a good, you real, always have a really good time slot either. It's like either Thanksgiving weekend or this <laughs> yeah. weekend. It's always like a real good time slot. You've reached yeah. the Hallmark Christmas Movies Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's so yeah. great. So we wanted to get into a couple of other like honorable mentions and other movies that we've been watching because it's the best time of the year where you just put on Hallmark and you just let it run and see what you see. So totally i know one of the ones that we all watched well okay i have christmas in rome on here but we'll circle back to that because i know bryna especially is itching to talk about same time next christmas so abc got in on the original christmas movie party and they actually did a really good job abc coming through with the win (laughs) my like literally i'm probably gonna watch that every year now it's on hulu apparently now so i'm gonna go back and rewatch it like again like, and then it's going to be on Freeform this weekend, so. Yeah, like, literally, I just, I could not get enough. Like, as soon as I heard Leah Michelle, I was like, okay, I'm sold. It doesn't matter what the Same. Is. But then you add in Brian Greenberg and Charles Michael Davies, and it was just like, I'm literally, I, you can't get any better. You cannot get any better. Yeah, I mean, it's like so much, so much traction, first of all. Like, every person in this, even the, like, supporting characters were all beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and it was shot in Hawaii, which was right. stunning. I was like, I, I, that's the dream job. Right. It's just, yeah. oh. And, like, I thought the plot was, I, I like the plot. I just, everything about it. I was like, I'm sold. This is the best, com- this is the best one ever. I just, okay, like, my, my, I have a complaint. I have a complaint about yes. Jeff because I was a little bit, I love, I love, love, love Charles Michael Davis. I think he's amazing. But I was like, okay, he needs to like take a chill because I feel like he kept coming <laughs> back and like expecting that she was just going to be there waiting for him. And I was real pissed. And why didn't he call her for 10 years? Like, <laughs> That's fair. Yes. Fair. He was like, like, immediately forgave him. And I was like, oh no. He was, he was way too good at ghosting her and he did it multiple times. And I had a problem right. with that. <laughs> Same. And I was mad at her because I was like, no, play, like, no, do not go back to him immediately. But I will say the other guy, which I can't, I can't even remember his name right now. Uh, obviously, I want to say Jake Jagowski because that's his real name to me. But oh, Brian Greenberg's uh, character um, was, oh, it was Greg. Just that was his wasn't. character's name. Oh, Greg. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was horrible. <laughs> like, that character was horrific. Which, like, c- Good job, writers of this movie, because you actually made us hate Brian Greenberg, which is, like, not possible. Right. right. I mean, the minute that he was like, you want to sit at the beach? Oh, I don't, you want to sit on the beach? I'm not a sit on the beach kind of guy. I don't like to play in the water. There's too much algae or something. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just. But, yeah, so cute. But also, it just I mean. reminded. 
Go ahead, Gina. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, are we supposed to assume that they're just like not Facebook friends and it's just like luck and happenstance that they happen to run into each other every single year? Right. Like, are they not? Yeah. Like when you're kids, it's one thing, but like, what about you're not on Instagram? Like, I don't understand. Like for the past 10 years, they never spoke or never saw each other on social media. Also, like when they, when the parents, like in the beginning, when they, when the parents came and let them know um that his mother had died like right did the parents not keep in touch either like I was right. so confused by that that was what I was about to say it was like okay if I understand like if your heart was really that broken you don't want to be fa- okay Facebook friends with someone okay fine but like you're telling me the parents weren't Facebook friends like <laughs> that's like parents are all about Facebook like that seems weird to me totally yeah yeah that was weird I just yeah I also thought inviting Jeff to the wedding was a little bit of a weird flex I mean, and yeah, I was also her choice to call off the wedding the night before was like, <laughs> what, what happened to all with all of like Greg's family, the, the, all of them that flew out when she was making the snow for Jeff, like, were they just sitting inside the hotel? Right. I guess they were just enjoying their Hawaiian Christmas. I guess to I guess to Olivia or yeah Olivia she was just kind of like well at least everybody's like in Hawaii and they're not like in some random location yeah but yeah that's true I'd be so pissed if I slept my way to Hawaii and then like the wedding got canceled last minute well right I mean like that's a lot of money to spend (laughs) for a wedding that doesn't happen big time big time I did cringe a little bit at that very last scene when they jumped in the water and she was still in her wedding dress I was like what are you doing yeah, but you know her family had to have so much money if they were staying in that hotel. Because <laughs> they did year. so many shots yeah. of the wide shot. That hotel was the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's true. I was kind of <laughs> surprised, though, that the movie ended with the wedding. Because, like, I was kind of thinking it was going to be, like, a Christmas Prince or, yeah, that the Netflix one, the Christmas uh-huh. Prince. That, yeah, I was like, oh, they're definitely going to make the second one. And the second one's going to be... The, what their wedding back in Hawaii because duh oh, right. and I was just like they could make like a whole like series out of this and you I know like, how well, I, knew, I guess now I, they're you know I knew it was gonna end with the wedding because they kept showing the calendar and it was like 2017 and when she called off the wedding it was 28 or yeah it was 2019 and or no no it was 2018 when she called off the wedding so I was like uh, okay that means it's gonna be 29 like something's gonna go to 2019 they kept like randomly showing the calendar in the background. <laughs> uh, you might be the only one who caught that. I definitely did not catch that. Yeah, I definitely did not catch that. But I don't know why I kept seeing it. <laughs> Can we really also just take a moment to appreciate Charles Michael Davis and that smile? Oh, oh. my gosh. Like <laughs> melting. Like a thousand watt light up a room smile. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Oh, yeah. He could have chemistry with, like, a fish, I feel like. <laughs> I know. He and Leah had such good chemistry. I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, wow. They had but such I mean, good chemistry. Do, I don't know if either of you watch Younger, but he had oh, yeah. incredible chemistry with Hilary Dove. So, oh, like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. 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 And this, good just, stuff. this movie, though, just reminded me, though, that, like, we need more Brian Greenberg in, like, our lives. Like, someone 100%. needs to cast him in something, like where he's a good guy that we can just get behind, like, a la October Road. Like, just give me that, please. Gosh, oh, October Road, so good. So. I know. <laughs> okay, another th- another One Tree Hill thing that we can all agree on as adults, I hope, is that Jake Jagelski totally deserved better, right? 
Oh my gosh, a thousand yes. percent. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing adult me also realizes like A, Lucas was trash and B, Peyton so should have ended up with Jake. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I didn't like Peyton either when I was watching. Like I never liked Peyton. As I got older, I realized like she was actually a good person and like just got dealt a really crappy deck. But like she annoyed me so much when I was younger. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I was. I never really felt that about Peyton, but um, I, I can see that though. But yeah, she just was always going through shit. But uh, Brian yeah. Greenberg, Brian totally. Greenberg. He's just Jake. Always, he always deserved better. So much better. Brian Greenberg's another one who I would like pay good money to see him act opposite his wife. Yes, absolutely. We don't even ever see them together. No, like, ever, ever. Have they ever been anything together? No, never. I know. That's a shame. It's just it needs wrong. to happen. I do remember watching Jamie in her season of The Real World, like my what, oh, same. senior year no. of high school. Exactly. It was so good. Wait, she so was good. on The Real World? Yeah, she that's was. how she got her start. San Diego. Yep. Oh. Yep, yep. I just showed my age there. Whoops. I, yeah, I had no idea. Um, another <laughs> one who came from Real World slash Road Rules. Um, Emily, do you watch A Million Little Things? I do. David Gentoli. I know. Road rules. Yep. Road rules. I brought it up to him. The first time I interviewed him, I brought up road rules to him and he got so embarrassed. It was hysterical. Oh, no. <laughs> he was funny. like, I've erased that from my memory. I was like, oh, no, it's there. <laughs> I feel like MTV has erased that entire show from their memory. Like nobody knows about road rules anymore. I am convinced now that CBS and like owns Viacom, I'm convinced that eventually we will get old real world and road rule seasons on all access screen streaming. Cause that's what I'm dying to do. Cause I know I would watch like hours and hours of road rules. Oh, I would pay, I would pay good money to watch. There are a couple older seasons of the real world that like, I would pay good money to watch. A hun- same a hundred percent. The Brooklyn season with the Miz was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the original Brooklyn, right? Yes, absolutely. So oh, I, I didn't even know that they redid Brooklyn. So. <laughs> yeah, they did. I can say I've watched every season of The Real World. Like, I continued to watch it. I even watched it on Facebook this year. You can watch it's, it on Facebook. Okay. It's a commitment. <laughs> Brian, have you ever seen an episode of The Real World? No. Okay. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just checking. I know what it is. Does that help? <laughs> like, I'm... <laughs> I've never seen it. It's a little too, like, pre my time. I don't know. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Totally. The, I mean, the I older seasons are the best. Yeah. No, I know enough, but, yeah. I, no. Good stuff. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I do I do enjoy spotting the real world and road rules alums. Um, is it, not access, maybe it's extra, but Kit Hoover, she's like an OG road rules alum. Yeah. She was on the first road rules ever. The very first season. Yeah. Do you know who Kit Hoover is, Brenna? Yes, and okay, now okay. that just blew my mind because I definitely did not realize that's where she came from. Oh, see, yeah, that's where she got her one. start. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yes, oh, same time next Christmas was perfect. I, the cast definitely made that super special. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and even the supporting cast, like Mia, whatever, what is her last oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, and her and her husband just, like, making out all the time? I was so into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but even just, like, having her as, like, a supporting cast, I was like, wait, what? Like, because she could easily be starring in her own Christmas Absolutely. movie if she wanted yeah. to. But I was like, oh, man. Yeah. No, the cast was, like, amazing. Fantastic. I love how ABC was just like, let's just come in and show everybody how it's done. Well, Freeform exactly. has done some. Like, Freeform has done some. But I think this was the first, like, ABC 
see one. It was, yeah. So Freeform did one last year with Dave and uh, Dave Annabelle, and um, Charles Michael Davis was a supporting character in it, but oh. he was like he was in two seconds of it, and I was not into it. But well, and um, then they have Freeform have one last year with the guy that played um, Cordova on Fire. Didn't wasn't he in one last year? He right it's possible. I don't know. I didn't watch. I I will say I don't really. We usually watch the freeform ones. Yeah, this year's one. I and I love H and D, but it was like this. I I can't get behind this plot. Some I'm like I'm ghosting. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did not finish it. I started it and was not into it. And I love her too, but I was like, right. I, can't do this. I just I was like as soon as like she dies and is like cor- basically like courting the guy from like her like the underworld. The or whatever. I was like no. I'm I was like I'm done. I was like I can't do this. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely not. So I think another one that I know Emily and I watched, Brian, I don't know about this one, but did you see Christmas in Rome? Nope. You didn't? Yeah, not yet. I enjoyed this one. So I enjoyed it because it was in Rome. I feel like if it wasn't in Rome, I would have been bored. But because like the city became a character of itself, I was into it. Okay, yeah. So this one had Lacey Chabert, which, like, take a drink. Um, and Sam Page. <laughs> Sam Page from The Bold Type, which, like, okay. Oh, yep. oh, the best. Yep. I'll watch anything with him. So that yep. was, like, the other reason I watched it. Yep. Richard and Sutton forever. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think there were certain parts of it where I was like, all right, Angela, you can stop starting every sentence with In Italy now. It's getting a little old. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. She got she got a little bit annoying, the character to me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird because Lacey doesn't ever really annoy me. Like I love all the movies she's in, but I I don't know why this character just got a got a little on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, she loved to do that. Also, in the very beginning, when I mean they meet in like, on the streets in Rome, but then it's like, sure, I'll come to lunch with you two random men that I just met. Like, well, right, like doesn't she have any friends or like plans like i was confused she had <laughs> sounds so mean but like she just literally had nothing to do ever he was always like can you come out and you're a stranger like okay okay just yeah sure i feel like a lot of these movies though like they start with people like following random people places i'm like oh you're lucky this is a christmas movie any other type of movie you're getting murdered 100 <laughs> percent. like oh a guy comes up to me at a random coffee shop no I would be like get away from me right (laughs) all these girls are like hi so crazy but yeah I did enjoy I did enjoy Christmas in Rome I thought that was pretty good um Mm -hmm. Bryna which ones have you caught so far this month slash season oh this season I've been not as good about it um I have some that I like want to catch up on um I mean I think the ones I'm probably most anticipating are these, like, Hanukkah-adjacent ones that are coming out this year. I don't know how well I'm actually going to like them, but I think those are the ones I'm most intrigued by. But I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've watched one or two other others this year that are, like, new. Here's my thing about the Hanukkah-adjacent ones. I think it's, like, you know, about freaking time that Hallmark gets Mm -hmm. to that level. Um but it's like it's almost not like why isn't that more in the forefront like I barely see them being promoted and I want to see right. more of that right and yeah and then I think that whole interview that the guy I forget what 
title he is at Crown Media, but like mm-hmm. um, the interview he gave on the TV Top Five podcast. Yeah, yeah. I it was, was like, very, oh, very I was like, I don't know if I want to like support these, but like I do because I'm in desperate need of like some kind of Hanukkah movie. Of course, of course, well, and I'm definitely interested to hear. And I think that that interview was very eye-opening. But yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm I'm anxious to see what they do. I feel like it'll it'll be good to, good to see at least, and maybe we'll they'll learn what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, no, but I'm definitely. I think those are the ones I'm most intrigued, and like I will actually be sitting down like the night they premiere and like watch them. Um, but I've been bad this year about like watching them when they air. <laughs> I I will say if I have a suggestion, it would be Christmas in Louisiana on Lifetime. Yeah. Um, which Gina, did you watch that one yet? Uh, I haven't seen that. No, but I did see it on your list. Yes. Um, Jana Kramer and her mom is Moira Kelly, which we know is Lucas Scott's mom. Um, which I, I of course was like, I'm in because it's of that. It's getting better and better with the one trio connection. Yes. Um, it, but Jaina Kramer fell in love with Percy Daggs from Veronica oh, Mars, the and they had such an adorable romance. Like, it was a little silly, and my, I have a hard time sometimes with Louisiana ones, because it's, there's no snow, so it's like, we're doing a holiday parade on boats, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> not, not great, but it, it was really cute, and they had really cute chemistry, so I will give, definitely give that, like, a shout. I've been meaning to watch that one. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. It's on my, like, recorded on my thing, but I haven't watched it yet. For sure. And then last year's Lifetime Hometown Christmas with um, Stephen Cluddy. I don't know if you guys caught that one, but. Yeah, that and was Beverly Mitchell. And Beverly Mitchell. I thought that was so cute, and I've, like, watched it twice already this year again. I loved that one. That was a good one. <laughs> I, I thought they had good. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I, I like I said, I'm into anything. Yeah, I'm into anything that he does. And, like, their parents are also dating in it, which is a little weird, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even know Jana was doing one this year. I feel like a bad Wintry Hill fan for not knowing that. But Well, I will say, I feel like it wasn't promoted. I feel like Lifetime and Hallmark are very specific to the ones they really promote a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, happened to be home and saw it. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, thank God I saw this was on. I would have been so mad if I missed it. And then I recorded it and watched it three times because that's what I do. But <laughs> That's awesome. What is this other one you've got on your list, Emily? A Wish for Christmas? Okay, so 2016. Mm-hmm. This, is my, this is my number one Hallmark movie. And I will tell you, I DVR it. And then I keep it on my, my DVR all year. And my boyfriend is so mad. He thinks it's ridiculous. But <laughs> it's so uplifting. It's Lacey Chabert and um, Paul Green. And, like, she works. She's, like, an assistant at a building and lets everybody walk all over her. So she, like, meets Santa at their holiday party and wishes for, like, confidence at work. And it's, like, she has 48 hours where she has, like, the confidence to say everything she wants. And it's so, like, it's so inspiring and so cute and she ends up like going on a work trip with Paul Green into this little like hometown and then he gets involved with his family. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. So I'm like the biggest, I'm the biggest fan of it. And I watch it all year round. Okay. I'm gonna keep an eye out for that one. That sounds cute. Yeah. That sounds cute. It's very, very cute. Yeah. Um, so some of the ones that I always keep an out for or an eye out for, um Emily, you had mentioned Jessica Lounda's before. Um Christmas at Pemberley yes. Manor. Oh my goodness. Oh. Well, I mean any that I feel like visually that movie is so gorgeous. Yes. Because I love like that area. It's just so pretty. So pretty. And Michael Rady or Raddy, how do I say his last name? 
Um, I don't know. I think it's Roddy. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love that he was that. in it. He's just, yeah. I loved him on Unreal, even though his character was kind of garbage. But like, Oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a really straight up enjoyable Christmas movie. Totally. And they had good chemistry. They did. Yeah, they did have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Miss Christmas. That's got uh, Brooke Dorsey in it. Uh, basically, she's in charge of finding the Christmas tree for this big tree lighting ceremony in Chicago. And she finds, like, the perfect tree, but it's on this private lot owned by this guy who, like, of course, his wife died and now he's a single father. And Naturally. because it just checks off all the tropes. <laughs> but it's really sweet. And, you know, yeah. Cute little. I, I haven't seen that, but it sounds right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah, I do enjoy that one, if you ever catch that one. Um, the other one that I love is Christmas Joy. Um, this is Daniel Panabaker and Matt Long, and they basically have to do a Christmas cookie crawl. I'm I love that so one. into this one. I, I love this one so much. I love that her name is Joy. <laughs> <laughs> so on the nose, but also like, okay, that's fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I think I also really enjoyed that one because it was such a different premise. Like, it was like, oh, cookies. Like, it was just something I felt like we hadn't really seen before. It was, like, a yeah. little different. Even though it was predictable, but, like, it was so, so different. And I was like, oh, I actually, like, really enjoy the originality of this one. But also, I like, always... how big is your small town that you're baking that many cookies? Right. Well, yeah. Like, she too. was making, like, thousands of cookies. I was so confused. That's a lot. <laughs> And also, I always laugh, and I watch this one a bunch of times because I really enjoy it too. And I, I like, I find it so hysterical that the grandmother like twists her ankle, and they act like she's like has heart surgery. (laughs) (laughs) She's like she has to stay at the hospital. I'm like, what? I don't understand. She fell off a stepladder. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, I literally twist my ankle every day. Like, I'm so confused. So funny. I think Danielle and Matt have really good chemistry in this one. Um, mm-hmm. And I love the oh, whole thing with the yeah. Christmas ornament, how, like, it like it, it shatters, but then, like, Matt finds a way to, like, turn it into something new. Just totally. Oh, perfect. Perfect. However, okay. how far is she from her work? Like, I'm a little confused how she drives to the, he, like, drives to the ball and sees her and then drives back. And I'm like, wait, how far <laughs> I thought this was like far away, but clearly it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect, yeah. Um, Daniel ba- Daniel Panabaker, she was in My Neck of the Woods for our local Comic Con back in May, and of course everybody's like freaking out over her work on the CW. And I'm over here talking to my friend, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is it wrong that I just want to be like, I really liked you in Christmas Joy? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She probably would have loved that. She's probably like every, you know, it's something different that people don't talk to her about. I love that movie. So I thought that was good. And Matt Long was on what? Uh, Jack and Bobby was at the show. I don't know. I didn't know him. I didn't think I had seen him in anything before. I know him from Sydney White, which is like just like a like guilty pleasure favorite movie of mine. But I've never seen it. Amanda Bynes. It's like a remake of the Seven or Snow White and Seven Dwarves. But it's Amanda Bynes, and he plays her love interest. Guys, I watched She's the Man this weekend for my first time ever. So I, I'm I clearly was ask behind. You about that because, like, <laughs> clearly that's like one of my favorite movies of all time, and I like can't believe you just now watched. It. Wait, all, can I tell you that so many of my friends like sent me texts like, "What do you mean you've never seen it?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like, where have I been?" Gina, have you seen it? I don't know, oh, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking I haven't because I'm so unsure whether I've seen it. 
Oh right. And like, it was fine. It w- but like people were up, people are obsessed with it. Granted, I feel like it's that kind of movie that like, if it's on, I'm watching it again. I think it's also, like it came on when I was at, like, it came out when I was in middle school. And so it was just like one of those movies where like everyone watched it all the time. And it's just, like, right. it's like a comfort movie to me. Like I will put that on anytime. It's totally that's the fir- that's first daughter for me, which is why I like Mark. Lucas, <laughs> so I get it. Okay, I gotta <laughs> Google this movie. Why have I never heard of this? <laughs> Channing Tatum and Amanda Bynes. Oh my yes. god! Gina. Well, and Channing Tatum is adorable in it. Wait, Channing Tatum isn't she's the man? <laughs> yes, he's the he's the main guy. Oh my goodness! It's oh. like his first movie. There, yeah, yeah, it's like it came out the same year. Step Up, and like I just oh. Imagine if he movies. married Amanda Bynes instead of Jenna Dewan. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Plot twist. Good. Plot twist. Yeah, no, oh, classic, classic movie. I'm just I, imagining I an alternate universe where Channing Tatum married Amanda Bynes and, like, <laughs> God, TMZ would have exploded. Let's see. Yeah, seriously. Okay, first Daughter, 2005. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, so I have one more honorable mention that we didn't put on the list, but yes. I had yeah, to yeah. mention because I just watched it, was Christmas Town. Obviously, Candace Cameron Bure. I, from the commercials, I was like, this looks boring. I'm not going to like it. And I got bummed because it's her. And I was like, oh, I want to watch anything she's in. I adored it. And I actually cried in it because they really, like, dove into the story of adoption and fostering, which they've never done. And I was so into it. Is this a new one? Yes. So this just aired last weekend. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like I haven't heard of this, but I will have to check it out. So, yeah, it was really, really great. She like leaves she breaks up with her boyfriend and she like moves to a different town for um for a new job and on her way there the train breaks down and they get off the train apparently that's something you do and they get off and they have to stay overnight in this like small town and she like falls in love with the town and she realizes like her dad who died when she was a little kid went there and got her this ornament and there's a picture of him on the wall at the cafe. And there's, like, this whole connection. And it's so oh cute. Gosh. And then you find out that she entered foster care when her dad died. And she meets, like, this little kid who's also in foster care. Oh, my gosh. It's so adorable. That sounds really oh. sweet. It's really, really sweet. Check it out. <laughs> I'm going to have to check it out. Nice. Um, um, cool. and, and, and Zelda from the original Sabrina is in it. So that's a plus. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. I appreciate a good throwback like that. That's a good one. Um, Same. I'm trying to think of the other two that I... Oh, okay. So most recently, um, I watched A Christmas Love Story with Kristen Chenoweth and Scott Wolf. What did you think? I I was not crazy about it. I I just felt like they didn't have great chemistry. Same. Which, like, they're both great actors, but I feel like they just... I don't know. It just didn't work to me. Right, and I was I was curious when they were like, "Hey, Kristen Chenoweth and Scott Wolf." I was like, "I like both of them. I wonder how they'll be together." And it just didn't, yeah, no, <laughs> come across. And as I remember at the end, the very very end, when they're like singing, I, I don't even remember what they're singing, but Kristen Chenoweth hits like the super high harmony. All I could say at the end of that movie was like, "That's unnecessary." Like, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was like there was just an excuse for her to hit this note. Like, can not. Scott Wolf even sing? No. 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 (laughs) But I mean, I will say, I mean, every time I see him on something, I'm always just like, I met him at ATX. He's just so nice. And so, like, I'll watch him in anything. 
But oh, same. Yeah, hundred percent. The dreamiest guys, but, but you know. Oh my god. Yeah. The most yes, incredible guys. Yeah. Um. Well, I feel like I'm always curious if you guys like the like Dollywood slash going to Elvis area. Those kind. Of, yes. Do you guys like those movies? I liked last year's. I didn't get to see this year's yet, and I didn't get to see. I know they did like a sequel to last year's, like with their wedding or whatever in the spring. Okay. <laughs> I haven't so seen I will that say one this. yet. I will say this. I liked last year's. I thought it was cute, but I think Kelly Pickler is a little bit cheesy, so I have a hard time. She's adorable, but she's just like, yeah. So this year's was Adrian Grenier, and um, it was a whole new story. It wasn't like, there was a sequel earlier in the year, which was cute. Right, where they got married, yeah. Right. But this was a whole new one with Adrian Grenier. It was ten times better, in my opinion. Really? Maybe because it was him, and I think he's adorable, but like... I don't know. It was, I think the story was much better. He was like a single dad of three and it was so cute. I like would not have ever pictured him in a Hallmark movie, but now that it (laughs) happened, I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm I'm here for it now. (laughs) Right. I just, I would have never pictured him going to a Hallmark, Hallmark, but no, it's tough to think about because I feel like I think of like, or I think of like, I don't know, any, I, like I think of him and I think entourage and that's yeah. like all I can think of him yeah exactly and that's like the opposite of what Hallmark wants you to think of so <laughs> yeah that's nice. that I did enjoy great. the first one with Kelly Pickler I did enjoy that I haven't seen the new one but I'll have to go back and look at that now Dollywood okay Dolly Parton is my queen um fun fact uh <laughs> she has a Christmas special from 1990 that I watch every single year. I'm not even kidding. I pull it up on YouTube and I watch the whole thing start to finish every year, multiple times. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, because I have no shame. Um, so I just like, I love I love Dolly so much. So I did watch Christmas at Dollywood. Um, it was okay. I, I could have benefited from more Dolly, but. Yeah, I was going to say that's my complaint was that there wasn't enough Dolly. <laughs> Yeah, just not enough Dollywood. And, like, I'm not a Dollywood person. Like, I feel like, in general, but I like her, so that's what I wanted more of. Same, same. So, have you seen her Heartstring series on Netflix yet? I haven't I haven't watched yet. Have you watched? I've watched, I think I've watched about, like, five of eight, and they're good. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, really good. Yeah, everyone says they're great. If you, yeah. obviously, you know, there's a little little bit of much tv going on right now so i'm like so much trying, tv i'm trying to watch as many like screeners because you guys know i get some advanced episodes and i try to watch as much as i can ahead of the time so that like at night i can really like there's certain shows like obviously the chicago shows i want to watch live on wednesdays because like i want a live tweet but it's so hard when like there's just so much on so i've been trying during the hiatus to watch as many like screeners of upcoming shows as i can <laughs> I yeah. get that. Yeah. Emily, what are you watching right now? Um, so I actually just this weekend, it comes out next week. It's called Soundtrack. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Oh my this. god, Emily, I've seen I've it it's I I enjoyed it. It's gonna be so good. I feel like everyone's gonna be talking about it once it comes out. I'm really excited. It um it's, it's so good. Yeah. So, so and uh, yeah, it's really really exciting. Um, I feel like what else am I watching that's like still on? I'm also like I'm really into legacies, so I'm still watching that. I don't know if you got either of you guys watch that. That's the origin. Something has yes. to, it has to do with the Vampire Diaries and originals, right? Yes. Yes. So I didn't watch the originals, but I watched the Vampire Diaries, and then like I started the originals and I just fell off. Um, but then 
I'm watching the legacies and I like that. And like Riverdale because I can't give it up even though it's not good. <laughs> Emily, do you watch All American? Oh my gosh. It is so good and so underrated. Oh my God. It's Gina. You, I'm telling you, you have to watch it. I know. It is, I know. There's so much talent. The cast is so talented oh. and I feel like it really needs more attention. I know. I wish, I wish Daniel Ezra could get nominated for an Emmy for episode yeah. seven. Like, oh my God. Well, apparently network TV doesn't get nominated for Emmys anymore. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm like, I know it'll never happen, but he deserves it. <laughs> Exactly. No, oh. 100% agree. So what are you guys watching that you're obsessed with right now? All American is like my... That's your go-to, it's yeah. It's my jam. It's, it's my jam. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I finished Succession. That was fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. So good. And I'm trying to... Or I basically... Once the mid-season finales for Chicago were done, I was like, okay, only happy things. So um, I'm working my way mm-hmm. to Heart of Dixie. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's so fun. I really want to do... So I've never seen Parenthood, and I feel like that's my jam, and I feel like it's right on my alley, so I kind of want to go back and watch Parenthood from the beginning. Uh, yeah, I, that's on my list to get done before ATX. Yeah, I exactly. Got through, like, I feel like I have I think to. I got through season one, and I, like, I want to be able to, like, enjoy it when it's at ATX. Well, so that like, was, like, my biggest regret, because, like, I didn't watch Friday Night Lights, and then when they did the Friday Night Lights reunion, I, like, didn't care at all, and, like, saw everybody and was like, eh, whatever. And then... <laughs> I watched the show and was, like, obsessed with it. It was like, why did I just not care? <laughs> so I don't want that to happen with Parenthood. Yeah. That's, same. like, the year yeah. they had the West Wing reunion. I was literally <laughs> in the bar at Stephen F. Austin, like, 10 feet from Bradley Whitford and had no clue who he was. And then oh, was, my gosh. Oh, I know. I still kick myself to this day. And right. then, of course, I went home and watched West Wing, and I was like, Gina, you idiot. Like, what? <laughs> This is what ATX does to a people. Like, yeah, and then I found yeah. myself in a similar situation this past summer because Justin Baldoni was, like, 10 feet from me. And, like, oh, people, were, people were going up to him and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm deliberately not familiarizing myself with him so I don't kick myself for this moment. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say the other show that I'm really into is 911. And I don't know if you guys watch, but it's incredible. I do. Gina uh, does. I think it's, and speaking of not watching positive things, I mean, it's it's so wild and ridiculous, but I'm so on board. But it's so <laughs> good. The acting is great. I'm so into all the storylines. I feel like they, I, I cry every episode. Like, I'm so into it. And I'm excited about the spinoff. Okay, see, and I'm not. I keep seeing the ads and I'm like, this looks so bad. I mean, it's. Yeah, but I feel like 911 looked bad, too. <laughs> that is true. Like, you are correct. It's Ryan Murphy, so I feel like it's, like, gonna be silly, but, like, Rob Lowe and Liv Tyler, like, fighting fires in Austin, I'm down. <laughs> Air quotes, Austin. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? They're, I I hear that they're filming some scenes in Austin, and I'm very curious to know which scenes. Huh, okay. Like, that's interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, like, no, okay. 911 itself is, is it's fantastic, and that mid-season finale with the revelation with Michael oh. just, like, destroyed me. Oh. Oh, me too. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. So, yeah. Um, Bryna, you need to watch it. It's good. See, yeah. I, like, you tell me this, but, like, I can't get myself attached to another Ryan Murphy show, so, like, I refuse to watch it. Oh, right. Glee. I always, yeah, Glee was your show. Yeah, Glee was my show. I can't, <sighs> yeah, well, I can't get attached to another Ryan Murphy show, because it, Well, it's not me. like it's the same as Glee. I know. It's just it's just Ryan Murphy. I just like I feel like do you, he pulls do you, you in. Not, do you not watch any like horror story or any no. American crime story? No, nothing. No. 
no. I no. usually watch all of his shows with the exception of The Politician because I watched two episodes and I hated it. So I refused to watch Yeah, it. I heard it's terrible and I'm surprised it got nominated. I mean, I'm not surprised it got nominated, but I'm surprised it got nominated. To be honest, I wrote up my snubs and surprises list today and most people didn't have it on there and I put it on there that I was surprised it got nominated because I was shocked. I mean, there's so much good TV on and I just feel like it wasn't. I feel like because he's Ryan Murphy, he's like, they're gonna, he's gonna get nominated. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But I, I, a view inside Batman's brain must be, you know, something very interesting. Just, he oh spreads across gosh. so many genres. I just don't get how the same person created Glee and Nip Tuck. Like, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Right? God, like, like I can't even watch, I couldn't even watch Nip, Nip Tuck or, like, American Horror Story, like, at night. I can't watch them because there's, like, it creeps me out so much. And then, like, Glee's the happiest show ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. just... Wow, that man has a very interesting reach. And he would be a dream panelist at ATX now that I think about it. I, I know. We got listen, my my plan for this year, and I know you guys are supportive of this, and you've talked we've talked about it on social media. We're getting some Chicago people at ATX. We're yes. doing it. Yes. <laughs> I've already I've introduced yeah. Derek. I've introduced Derek via email to the to the creators because I'm like, listen, this needs to happen. <laughs> For real, oh I'm like, God. I don't even care if it's just Derek. Like, it needs to be something. But I think it could yes. be so cool if they did, like, the women of the One Chicago panel. Yes. Yes. I mean, or the men. Obviously, I'm fine with the men, too. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, they can just, like, stand in the corner. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they can just stand there and we can just look at them. That's I even think it'd be cool, like, if Derek did, like, a if they did, like, a panel on, like, television universes and, like, like, because you could talk about, like, the CW stuff with, like, the Arrowverse and, like, yep. all that stuff and, like, have Derek on a panel for that. Like, I I don't know. I think it'd be cool to, like, have a panel even on that. Like, just and one you guys know, he's, Yes. And, like, he, he's such a good interview and gives so many cool tidbits. I feel like yeah. it would just be so cool. Like, and I feel like it's right up, like, ATX is, like, I don't know. It's right up their alley. It's so... Oh, and it, it's Texas and it's just, yeah, like, get yeah. that at ATX. Totally. Yeah, big time, big time. So um, I had one other question, and now I'm, of course, blinking. I hate when that happens. But um, the nominations that came down today, I mean, we, we brushed on, we brushed by it. But, I mean, we, we may as well talk about it um, quickly. But, yeah, the day we're recording this, Golden Globe nominations dropped. And once again, there were a lot of interesting snubs. I was not thrilled with the nominations overall because yeah. broadcast TV was just like completely not recognized. And that makes me sad. I know that streaming has a lot more freedom to do things, but that doesn't mean that the actors and the directors aren't good on broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hate that inherent notion that broadcast and network TV is just not good enough. I hate that. Yeah. Me too. I, I mean, it's, it's exciting to see some of these new shows on streamer streamers get like the love, but I just don't get it. Like, not that this is us. I think, I don't think the season has been, you know, incredible where it or should get nominations, but that's not to say like Sterling K Brown doesn't deserve a, a nomination. I don't know. It's just, it's a little strange right. to me. Yeah. So what else did you have on your snub list, Emily? Hmm. Um, well, I think, I know that we are talking TV, but there were a few movie ones also. And I think that the biggest one was director because it was all male directors once again yep. this year. So uh. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if, uh, if there's some shade going on, which I feel like there will be at the ceremony. 
Yeah. Like I know that one year Natalie Portman made me a comment. So I'm hoping that that happens again. And she makes a comment again because like, it's not, it's not cool. What year is it? Like, this is ridiculous. For real, though. For real, though. And, I mean, seeing everybody tweet today about the different things that got snubbed. I mean, When They See Us got completely snubbed. Like, completely yeah. snubbed. What? Like, not one nomination. Oh, I can't goodness. believe it. And then a couple it, people were talking. It doesn't make sense to me. No, not at all. Not at all. That's, like, um, one of my favorite things I've watched this year. And I, like, oh. Right. It was just confusing to me, like, why and, like, who made that decision. Um, Watchmen also got snubbed, which I'm not caught up on. But what I've seen is absolutely incredible. And Regina King is, like, a freaking queen. So I was in shock. Like, I couldn't, like, people, a lot of critics that I follow say that, like, Watchmen is one of the best shows of the year. Like, it's on every best show of the year list and it hasn't even finished its first season. So it's like, how is that not nominated? Right, right, right. And then um, uh, Euphoria got snubbed. Yeah, which, I mean, you guys were there at Austin. Did you see it at ATX? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh yes. <laughs> when you watch something at an event like that with a group of people and have a, the kind of discussion that we had, like, I feel like you knew that it was going to be, like, this incredible show. Um, I was very surprised that it didn't get, like, anything. I thought even maybe just Zendaya would get nominated, but... Right. And then um, Sandra O, oh, who won last year, was snubbed. Right. She wasn't nominated for this year for Killing Eve. What on earth? Just, yeah. Like, it's 2019, Hollywood. Like, you got to do a little bit better. <laughs> right? Like, there was no Shit's Creek, no Pen15, no The Good Place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I loved Pen15. Uh, I do too. I'm not a, so I will say I'm not a big comedy person. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. Pen Fifteen like really stood out to me because I just feel like the writing is so so good. Yeah, really. Yeah, I haven't watched yes. it. Yes, it's they, not okay. my style of show. I will say, but it was like it is so so good. Yeah, yes, no, because I'm not really big a comedy person either. So like, I'm glad to know that you liked it and you're not as big of a comedy. Yeah, person. like, and the thing is, is like I'm not the kind of person who would like spend all day binging it because I'm just not like. I, like, again, right. I, I don't like watching hours and hours of comedy. Um, but at the same time, like, I can definitely appreciate that the writing is, like, just so intelligent. And I love that it's, like, two girls that just wrote it together. Like, I think that's so awesome. It's so good. And I think it got renewed for season two. It did, yeah. Yeah, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I thought that was really good. But, yeah, some of those nominations were just, like, what, what are you doing? And every year they're like, we're going to do better. And then they don't. I... It's actually, like, really embarrassing. Like, I'm sorry, but I haven't seen Little Women yet, but the fact that Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated for directing just blows my mind. Yeah. So, we will, we shall see. Ricky Gervais is going to take the stage. We'll see if he can, uh, he, hopefully he'll be, like, very snarky about the whole thing. I, I think that's something we can bank on is Ricky Gervais yeah. being snarky. But yes, exactly. Do you get to go cover the Golden Globes? So this year, I'm not going to be there for the Golden Globes. I'm actually flying out the day after. <laughs> but oh. um, So I'll be in L.A. the day after, and then I'll be there for Critics' Choice and SAG. So I'm hoping to go to SAG, because I've actually never gone like gone to the SAG Awards, and I really want to go to them, because I feel like that's really fun. Yeah, that's fun. And yeah. shows I actually watch get, get nominated for that. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shows that we common folk enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, right. I Golden Globes, like. I will say, is it's only been, it's my favorite, usually only because it's like such a hot mess of a night that everybody starts off like sober, and then as the night goes on, it just gets messier and messier. And it's just like oh, a spectacle. Oh my gosh. I will say it's the only award show that I've actually had the chance to like go to some of the after parties for. And I've done it one time and it was like 
so much fun just watching people. Like I, yeah. I just wanted to sit in the lobby and watch people the whole time because everyone is a hot mess. <laughs> right. It's it. like you almost want to be sober enough just to watch everyone else be. Back. Oh, I literally didn't drink because one, I was working, but two, I wanted right. to see everything, everything, everything <laughs> was happening. Like, and it's you can go sit in the lobby at the like the hotel that it's at. And I mean, last year I was at the HBO after party. And what they do is they cover the pool at the Beverly Hilton with like a floor and they make it into the dance floor. But last year, Milo Ventimiglia fell in to the pool what? somehow. <laughs> also, he doesn't drink. So he was completely sober. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, I'm like, that's, this is why I like my job. That's the one reason. <laughs> and I like because it's in LA. The parties, like, the show ends at 8 o'clock, and the parties right. start right then. So I'm like, I can be, like, in bed by 11. Like, this is my kind of night. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. So funny. That is funny. So, well, yeah, I think that is about all we've got in terms of, you know, a good TV roundup and, you know, Christmas movies. <laughs> and I always love to kind of round up what we're watching on TV that's not one Chicago just because it's just – you know, we watch all sorts of totally. stuff. And there's so much TV right now. So much. Oh, it's so much. So, so much. So, as always, Shyhards, you guys know where to find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. It's Meet Us at Molly's right across the board. Um, follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Gina Watches TV. Bryna? I am at Bryna K13. Emily, what are all the places that we can find you? I am at Emily Longaretta on everything. And it's exactly how it sounds. So, it's easy to find perfect and she's also got a podcast watch with us you should yes watch with us it comes out every thursday so you guys can check it out yes yes and if you don't follow emily on twitter what are you doing with your life she does the lord's work (laughs) (laughs) i also live tweet one chicago with them and we pretty much just tweet back and forth at each other the whole way the whole night on wednesday pretty much much. it's (laughs) it's the best so may january 8th get here fast because we're going up yes we need to know if jay is alive i mean we all pretty are sure but you know (laughs) pretty sure but we need to know oh my goodness need to know know. it's just like the other two shows i'm like whatever but that pd cliffhanger is like eating at me i'm like i just need to know like this is killing me i need to yeah and i'm i'm very i have so many questions i'm very curious how they're gonna pick this up so i know and the killer for that one with with the pd mid-season finale like the killer was that we didn't get a screener for it so like we had to find out with everybody else that like we just all had to be shocked in that one moment so can I tell you that I we I had Jesse into my office to do like the podcast right. interview the day a couple days before and I was like you're not going to send me the episode so that I can like prep this and they're like no we can't and I'm like this is insane like I don't understand what's happening like I got I got mad like 2 weeks early like what is happening just send right. it to me Oh my goodness. So, yeah. But I like watching with everybody else anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I just, but oh man, that episode was just like what we said, what I said in the episode when we recorded, I was like that mid season finale was just not fun. It was stressful. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was stressful. It the whole was thing. Stressful. But yeah, just so many questions and yeah, just when January 8th just needs to get here sooner than later. So totally whatever so i also like how fire just like doesn't even care about their cliffhanger they're like oh yeah taylor's here like what's up (laughs) well i mean and his little literally his contract got renewed for two more years a couple months ago and that was like uh, it was like deadline blasted it out so i'm like well you kind of spoiled anything there yeah 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 
scare you there. But yeah. So um, I think we're going to record one more episode next week and then we'll probably take Christmas and New Year's off. I can't believe it's the end of the year already. Like this year is just insane. I know. Bananas. Crazy. Yeah. So crazy. So crazy. So yeah. Um, everybody have a good weekend and we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yes. yes anytime. Any, anytime. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.